Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. From Colorado Public Radio, this is Terra Firma. Hello, friends. I'm C. Marie Furman. Each episode of Terra Firma brings part of the natural world to life with a new insight to take with you. Come with me on this journey. This time, to the woods of west-central Idaho. On an early July morning, I sit against the trunk of an old ponderosa pine on a ridge. I can see two rivers, the Seasash and, in the distance, the salmon weaves its way through the canyon it is still cutting. The hillsides are green from a late winter and from heavy spring rain. Walking the trail to get here, the balsam root arrow leaf with their sunflower faces made south-facing slopes golden. When the head of a bloom turns just so, the deep center of brown becomes an eye. Then it appears as though the entire hillside is arrowleaf-eyed, and I am peering into the heart of the Salmon River Mountains. The clouds are gathering to the east. A storm is approaching. This Ponderosa is older than any of the English names of this place. It was a sapling before there was a state. Knew the songs of Nimipu, Tukadika, and thousands of birds. How it survived the axe and the fires when it was younger, I cannot say. But that survival is why I have come. I am learning about tree sway, about how wind makes a tree stronger because the trunk grows like a muscle as the tree moves back and forth. The very thing that might harm the tree is teaching it how to be resilient. I have lain at the base of pines in the wind and watched the crown's arc across the sky. This ponderosa is a reminder of the great effort living takes, the work of it. Not far away, near Thunderbolt Peak, the thunder rolls. It is not only the effort of living, the strength it requires, 
but resilience that I am learning. Its trunk is naked of limbs for the first 20 feet. The three-inch bark of this ponderosa tree resembles enormous brown puzzle pieces, and the fires that have crept through have merely blackened thin layers, which eventually, naturally, peel off. Science calls the ponderosa fire-adapted. Maybe adapted and resilient are more words for survival. I have come up here to experience the storm, the wind, the rain. I saw the gray clouds when I woke, remembered the giant ponderosa, and took the steep hike into the air that, as the morning came, grew colder. The breeze has turned to gusts. It goes against better thinking, I know. A ridgeline in a thunderstorm, but there are lessons only the wilderness can offer me. Miles below here, where these rivers meet the Snake River and then the Columbia, debates continue about the protection of salmon, the release of dams, the safety of wolves, the survival of native women. It would be so much easier, I suppose, to walk into the deep woods, to shelter. But so much that I care about lies on these ridge tops, in presence or in memory, or just below, in or near these mighty rivers. And like the Ponderosa, I need to know survival this way and in this place. The rain, when it begins, comes slowly, like grace. I push my fingers into the granitic soil and wait. The robin and the hermit thrush are quiet. The fledgling woodpeckers in the hole above me have grown silent too. The wind comes in heaves, tossing the crown of the ponderosa, tangling my hair. Pollen sweeps across these slopes and my bare skin. Despite my fear, I rise to my full height and relax to the gale. When the storm has passed and the trees have stilled, I thank the Ponderosa and walk down the trail toward camp. The sun comes out and my hair and clothes begin to dry. It's then I remember the eyes of the arrow leaf and feel them upon me. 
I turn once again to look into the heart of these mountains and in the wind that now echoes down another canyon I hear the words of an elder who said learn from nature and fight for it the eyes of your ancestors are watching This field recording was gathered by Jacob Job. I'm C. Marie Furman. Terra Firma is a production of Colorado Public Radio. My name is Rebecca Romberg, and I'm a producer on Terra Firma. That means I combine C. Marie's essays with Jacob's field recordings. And I want to take a moment to say thank you for listening to Terra Firma. If you love this show and you think other people would get something out of it, do us a favor. Like, rate, or review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It helps other people find Terra Firma. Thanks for listening, and thank you for supporting podcasts from Colorado Public Radio.